What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Double F Steph, back with episode six of Steph's Two Cents. Yes, I did mess up the last episode thinking it was episode six, but there's just uh, some things, you know, shit happens. And I did record another episode that didn't drop, so just deal with it. But today I have my girl, Marissa, all the way from Texas. What up? <laughs> and we gonna talk about a topic matter that we are both very fluent in. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately, but you know, we grow as human beings and now we we know these red flags to look after so we don't make the same mistakes again. Exactly. Exactly. Um, um grow from like your your previous experiences that were in um the the best you know <laughs> girl I got stories but <laughs> and it's so bad because as much as I don't want to like bash my ex-boyfriend I just feel like sometimes I have to because <laughs> no fuck that like hold them <laughs> accountable for but also hold yourself accountable we were just saying before like you know you get to a point sometimes where you're just like just getting handed red flags and you're like I'm just gonna hold all of these red flags and you know they're red flags and you're just holding them willingly you know um if someone hands you a red flag it's it's up to you to decide what to do with it you know exactly and I was saying it's kind of like being handed a rose like it's red right but it has the freaking thorns (laughs) a little too hard (laughs) you guys are bleeding (laughs) like my heart was bleeding no I'm just kidding (laughs) I'm all right guys I'm so much better now. That was a a much needed experience to kind of value my like myself even more than I did at that point because I feel like sometimes in relationships you do get lost in trying to please the other person or yeah. accommodate to their lifestyle that anything you do that's another thing. Anything that you do it offends them when you're trying to be like just genuinely yourself yeah no I mean there's (laughs) I like (laughs) it's so funny like talking on this topic just because like for for people like me and you now it's like I kind of have to go back to this you know what I mean like this is like a past thing I don't I'm in a positive relationship now so I don't deal with these things (laughs) but um yeah so so for red flags, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm trying to like formulate my my brain right now to like word it correctly for red flags. I feel like when you're younger, um, which again would be our case, you know, we were young, five years, six years younger than we are now, you know, in our early 20s mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, it's like, you know, sometimes it's like cute to ignore those things, you know, we're like, oh, whatever. Oh, he called me this, but it's fine. Like we we gaslighted ourselves like mm. to be less than what it is but I feel like when we're older it's like it's up to us to be like okay we're old enough we're mature enough we're smart enough to be like why would I even tolerate a red flag like that you know what I'm saying so exactly. I feel like being able to identify the red flags and like really see them for what they are and like actually take it as a red flag not just like oh whatever like oh whatever I like them here's a red flag whatever I like them like no yeah like, Gaslighting is no more. 
<laughs> gaslighting is a term that like I didn't realize I was gaslighted and manipulated in my last relationship until I got out of it. I was yeah, just like self how it usually happens. You're like, what's blame shifting? What's gaslighting? Oh yeah. shit. That was that was in the last five years of my life. <laughs> For real. <laughs> just at that point. I mean, if I knew what I knew then before, like I wouldn't. Yeah. And like you said, um, now we know well enough to not tolerate the bullshit like not only will we not tolerate it we will call you out on it and then we're very easy to walk away from a situation that no longer serves us like if you're disturbing my mental peace you got to go and I feel that way with with everyone too not just girls like I feel like guys too like you know because there's toxic girls out there Mm like I want people to think that that's not a thing I'm like Teens don't come for us. Some out, there's some really unhealed toxic women out there that yeah. are doing the same thing to dudes, you know? And it's like, dudes also have to be able to like recognize like what girl's going to give them like a big problem, you know? And same thing with girls. So yeah. I'm um, excited to talk about these red flags though. I can't wait I to hear know. them. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Teens don't come for us because we had a whole debate on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but like. I, I saw some of it. it. I was at work and my Twitter fingers were running because I was like, what we're not about to do is call women, like, not that women, he keeps saying women are not special. And when you say that, I feel like you're generalizing all women. And like, also, what do you mean by women are not special? Women are special, though. We are so special. We, if it was grow, like- we grow something and... Inside of our bodies. Is, is, to me, I mean, like, when you watch a plant grow or whatever, you're like, okay, you're watching it. But your body does that. Our body grows another living thing. And, yeah, I'm sorry. We're fucking special. We're, we're special. Every freaking month, we it's like our uterus is having a war zone. and But we're not special. Like, you guys have the privilege, the privilege men have, but I'm not going to get into that topic because no, we're actually- I think, I think each gender and any gender, I should say, not each, mm-hmm. any and all genders, there's something special about them in general. So, like, there's things that men have that women don't have, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And there's things women have that men don't have. And there's things that people all along that spectrum do and don't have. So it's like, but, you know, for, you know, a natural born woman, you know, like we're special in our own way, you know, and, and so on and so forth. So women are special, but men are special too. Yeah. And they're, they're special. (laughs) They are. (laughs) Ain't nothing. Like they're very special at <laughs> precious gems. So, like, really, <laughs> very very rare breeds. Uh, but he's gonna come for me on Twitter now. He's gonna come for all of us. Uh, and ready. you know, not to say that. Like I feel like when he says that, he's like, you know, women ain't shit too. And like, yes, I understand that. I get it. You know, there are some women who are toxic as fuck. I understand. I was like, keyword, some. And like the same thing with men. Some men ain't shit. And you just 
Like, you need to realize that. Not all of them. There are great guys out there. Look at you. You're in a healthy, happy relationship after being in such a toxic one. Yeah, you know, I remember waking up at at one of the months after we started dating, early on, and I literally said, I I said to him, I was like, I don't know, like, what do you want to do today? And he, you know, we're talking about, I was like, I don't know. I'm used to honestly just fighting all day. So now I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, this is new to me. What do you want to do if we're not, if we're not going to fight, how do you want to spend the day? <laughs> like, right. what, do you, what do people who don't fight all day do? Like, you know, I had to learn that because I'm sitting there like tapping my foot, like waiting for an argument to come out. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm not mad at you about anything. I'm like, it's like, we're not oh, fighting. Okay. What's wrong? Right. <laughs> okay. You know, it's, it's new. Yeah, Um, I hope, you know, my next relationship, I want to say I hope my next relationship is my last, but I don't know, like, you know, you can't expect that, but I know my next relationship is going to be so much healthier than my last relationship. Yes, yes, because you, I mean, everyone learns and applies what they learn to their new relationships, ideally. I mean, Mm -hmm. I guess I did, hopefully you do, (laughs) you know, yeah. it's, it, it makes it generally easier. I mean, like, you know, I'm in a very healthy relationship, but like, do we fight? Yeah, 100 percent. No relationship is perfect. You know, but is it like what I'm used to and as often and as hard and difficult? Like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And I, um, the way you work through an argument in a healthy relationship is so different than the way you would in a toxic one. I I think this is a great start because what I answered on what is a red flag, um, I put how they treat their mother. Mm -hmm. I bring that up because you talk about the way you get through an argument, for example. Yeah. Um, So red flag, if they yell, scream, and curse at their mom, bro, what do you think? You're gonna do to you when you're arguing. Like I also put that though as my green flag because like if you see them like super respectful to their mom and very loyal and caring and empathetic, then like that's what that's how they're gonna treat you. And I literally experienced that firsthand, like from one relationship to another, one red flag, one green flag, both about how they treat their mom. Like that was one thing that I noticed and I think was a big indicator of the respect that they ended up having for me, you yeah. know? So my ex had a sister, one sister and his mom. And when I, I, I mean, we literally got into a really bad argument one night because I got upset with him at the way he was talking about his, to his mom. Mm-hmm. I, I said to him, like, you can't be talking to your mother like that. Like, yeah. Like, and I can't watch you do that. And that was it for him for, with me. Like, that was like, get out yeah. of my fucking house. I'm going to call the fucking cops on you. Oh, all this shit. Because I literally was like, you shouldn't yell, scream and curse at your mom. And what did he do when I said you shouldn't do that? He yelled, screamed and cursed at me. Um, that's just like. He was projecting, projecting his anger that he, he may was, have had towards his mom, towards you for defending her. Like, and it's, also, you see how how they're comfortable treating them. If he's comfortable enough to talk to his mom that way, mm-hmm. he'd be more than comfortable enough to speak to me that way. I'm not his fucking mother. Like I'm just his girlfriend. Like yeah. I don't even have that superiority that she has over him. And he's talking to her that way, you know? And then I fast forward to my current boyfriend. He has two younger sisters and his mom. And 
I mean, literally like apples and oranges. Uh, like he would never, he would you never. Know? If I envisioned my boyfriend now talking to his family the way that my ex would talk to his like family, I would, I can't even envision it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I am such at, at 21, 22 years old, I didn't take that red flag and say, this is bad. I just let him yell, scream and curse at me, you know? So yeah. it's like, I feel like if you're early on in a relationship or even midway at any point in a relationship, like that's something that you should really pay attention to is like how they treat the women that are like their matriarch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how they treat their grandmother, their grandmother, like, you know, their siblings, their sisters, you know, whatever the case may be, like, you know, take note on that because if, if they treat them like shit, like. They ain't going to treat you better. Next. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because um, my ex, he, he was a mama's boy. Like he loved his mother. Um, they would, they had such a great relationship, but I got like an understanding of like how shitty he can be when it came down to his sister so mm-hmm. he would treat his sister like complete shit. They would argue all the time, slam doors, like cr- like in front of me, like crazy ass arguments for no reason. And like granted, you know, his sister had um, some like mental health issues, but nothing that was like extreme to the point where he needed to like pick at that scab. Because there's yeah. ways you need to talk to people who, you know, are depressed or have anxiety like there you don't need to be like an extra factor of that because there's already a lot of shit going on around in in their lives that are causing it like home should be your sanctuary so I experienced it the other way it wasn't with the mom but it was with his sister yeah I feel like just like I said women in general that are in their direct household or like like I said the matriarch like Mm -hmm. If, if they're straight up disrespectful to anyone like you know I don't know that would that's a red flag for me at that point you know like that was a big deal for me I was like I like I don't ever want to date someone who curses at their mom and tells her to go fuck herself like yeah nonetheless you know what I mean in like, front of you. like in front of me yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I, I don't know to each their own I guess you could do whatever you want but um I feel like outside looking in like if you see that I wouldn't be thinking it's a good idea to date that person run run um some of these other red flags that people said let's get into them first of all I want to shout out all of my Instagram followers that actually responded because at first I got like maybe one or two responses and I was like nah you need you guys need to go back and uh respond to my questions like I don't just put them up there for like it's and giggles like it's oh there's always uh like there's always a reason or like a method to my madness (laughs) but all right I'm not gonna try to repeat them because a lot of them were repeated in some way yeah of course so the first one I got was no job um this day and age well, no, I think that's a little silly. It's not that easy to just get a job. I mean, 
I know several people who have had trouble getting jobs, especially in this day and age. I mean, because currently, whatever is in the past is in the past. We are living through what we are living through now. And yeah. right now, it is not uncommon for someone to have a hard time getting a job. Like, right. you know, a lot of people I, are laid off. Um, so I feel like in a pandemic, it shouldn't be a red flag. But let's say, you know, like, let's take COVID out of the picture. Like a man that has no ambition or drive to try to get a job, I feel like that's how it should have been worded. Yes. Okay. So someone who, yeah, someone who just doesn't want to work and isn't trying or like is too mm-hmm. irresponsible to hold a job. I've known people like that before. Um, I've dated people like that before. And um you know, it's, it's frustrating because for, and it also depends on, on who you are as a person too, you know, like I'm someone who I've worked one or two jobs. I've never been unemployed. I always hustle. I'm always doing the most, like picking up shifts as much as I can, like not, you know, obviously I want to work less, but right. So if, yeah, you know, I, I definitely was in a relationship actually after, my longer relationship, the one I was speaking of before and same issue, like just didn't want to work at all. And it's like, well, you want to go do all these things, but unfortunately, like the fact of the matter is you need money to do them and you can't like not work at all and expect to accomplish all these things. So I feel like, yeah, that could be a red flag, but also like I think it just depends on the situation. Like, are they newly unemployed? Are they just out of college? Like, you know, did their job go out of business? Like, there's so many factors, but I feel like if we're talking like simply just like someone who doesn't want to work and like isn't trying and like, yeah, no, that's 100% a red flag. Yeah, but um, I think, yeah, the scenario is definitely um, what would determine if it's a red flag. My next one, a lot of people um, indicated to zero, like zero, <laughs> zero, <laughs> zero communication. Um, let me just double check. Lack of communication. Because like I said, there were some that were repetitive. And I think, yeah, those were the only ones. Um, so going back I feel like if you have zero communication with someone, how are you with someone? Yeah, you have to be able to talk to somebody and and communication isn't perfect. So, mm-hmm. you know, someone who maybe I'm personally not that great at communicating, I'll be honest. Like I'm pretty good at it with like people, but as far as mm-hmm. relationships go, like I get very quiet. I don't want to talk. I get very like cold shouldery you know, and I know that that's not good, you know, but I'm someone who like, I really just need like my couple hours that I require to like, be mad. And then I'm going to revisit and I'm going to talk to you. But to my boyfriend, he wants to talk now. So to him, my way of communicating is no good. But to me, it's like, I don't want like, to me, like, if you want to argue right now, like, I don't want to argue right now. And I used to be that way. My ex didn't want to talk. And I kind of took that on. Mm-hmm. myself but um I feel like as long as your way of communicating eventually leads to a positive outcome 
and it's not obviously crazy toxic in the meanwhile in the meantime like Mm -hmm. you know it's um yeah I think communicating is just is equally as important as how much you love someone though yeah like the willingness to communicate and also the way that you communicate with them as well um yeah I'm I think this person specifically meant like when they can go like a day or two without talking to you so I think this is more so in like the dating phase um where like they don't have this I don't want to say urgency because then that sounds weird but they don't have the desire to speak to you every day and it doesn't have to be every day but like dude it takes two seconds to send a text yeah (laughs) it's it's one thing I wouldn't expect someone to text all day every day obviously but Mm -hmm. you know if you're talking to someone and it's pretty serious and you're you know let's say you were ever in a phase of we talked for basically every day for two months and then Mm -hmm. now you decide that oh I've been busy I can't answer my phone as much it's like I don't understand was you're doing the same thing you were doing the last two months and you were texting. It's, it's that like, this isn't as important to you anymore kind of thing. Right. That's a red flag, you know, because that's showing like quick, quick, like lose of like loss of interest. Yeah. To anyone, whether it's a guy or a girl, like, especially with ghosting culture, I mean, like where, you know, if someone doesn't answer you for three or four days, like, Oh, they're ghosting you, you know? And then, you know, I feel like we're all adults. Like, Bro, you really don't want to talk to me. There's no reason to not text me for three days. Like, just tell me you don't want to talk to me anymore. Or like, like, be honest. That's all like, at this point, that's all we ask for. Like, if even if it hurts, like, just be transparent. And like, be man or woman enough to just say, hey, you know, I don't think this is working out for me. But I enjoyed the time, you know, that we did, like, start to get to know each other. It's just whatever. It's not going to work with you. Yeah, I feel like if you get someone, it's highly unlikely that you're going to want to go three or four days without talking to them. Like, right. I feel like if you if you like someone, you wouldn't do that, you know, and if you did happen to do it maybe once, like, 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 honestly, just not intentionally, it probably wouldn't be consistent either. You know what I'm saying? So someone who's consistently dealing with like someone who talks to them like once or twice a week, like, you know. And it's like, I was kind of in a, not a situation. I was entanglement. No, not an entanglement either. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Cause honestly it was just like getting to know each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And the girls and I, we, we say this, like there's a three day rule. So if after three days, like you do not message or anything, then that's it. You're cut off. But he would message like on the second day and I don't want to talk too much about it because I swear not to like speak bad on him. But my whole thing is like, it's okay to be busy. It's okay to be career driven. Um, We're all busy at this point. Like, especially I've been working through all of COVID. I do. I have like three to four hustles on the side, like. But I make time now. I see you. Girl, I'm trying. (laughs) I'm trying. You know, I want to build a legacy for myself at some point. I got to watch out what I say because, like, (laughs) it'll all come back and bite me in the butt. But it's just, like, if I'm able to do all that I do, 
and also find a way to communicate with you and find a way to have time for myself because my me time is very valuable. Um, It's just there's 24 hours in a day. Like, I'm sorry. Like I said, it's, there doesn't need to be an all day, every day thing, but if you can check in one time and be like, Hey, busy day, but you know, just wanted whatever, like we're here just, Honestly, wanted to make you know, sure you're okay like, you're like doing shit on instant and you're like thought you were busy girl <laughs> I don't even want to get started <laughs> <laughs> you know no but I am a firm believer though that just because I am on social media doesn't mean I need to answer my text messages yes. but when it comes to relationships that's wrong <laughs> right like take at least take the time my friends know like sometimes I just don't have the mental capacity to uphold a whole conversation but I want to be on Twitter I don't want to be talking to myself on Twitter you know and I want no one I want everyone to see the tweet I want no one to like it I want it to that's just what I like to do like you know but yeah communication in any aspect is it could be a red or green flag depending on how good or bad it is for sure yeah that's um sorry my family was making noise out of nowhere so they kind of made me lose my train of thought um <laughs> welcome to living with dominicans <laughs> oh my gosh. They're loud for no reason um but yeah no i like i understand i feel like we're at a point in our lives too where i don't want to text you every minute of every day like no. i want something to be able to talk about later on but also devil's advocate to me it would be a red flag if someone got mad to, mad at me for not talking to them all day every day i'd be like that that's is a red flag you know what i'm saying so on the opposite side of the spectrum someone who needs that almost like overdrive of communication like to me that's a red flag I can't be we can't be talking that much all the time like sorry yeah that's, that's <laughs> very know, like, like and clingy I someone while I was pledging in my sorority and um you were in a I remember like taking a nap <laughs> yeah it was that's a everyone's always shocked <laughs> um <laughs> I would take a nap and I'd wake up like two hours later because in college, like naps are staples. I don't care what anyone says. Napping is just as important as a class period. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I'd wake up to my phone and be like, where are you? What are you doing? This is that like, oh, you're you're at this, you're doing this. I'm like, bro, I was napping. (laughs) Well, I've been doing nothing for two hours. I'm like, how's that my problem? Like you take a nap, bro. Like Like a you problem. (laughs) I'm supposed to not take a nap so I can entertain you. Yeah, no. That's that's what we're not gonna do is depend too much on me. But yeah. <laughs> that over like that overbearing like neediness needy answering yeah. them like every hour, like that's also a red flag. Red flag, red flag. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I can't. I actually don't mind not speaking for like hours throughout the day because like I said, we're able to then have like more to talk about like pick up the phone like let's I'm also old school like I don't really like to text but if I want to like convey a message I'll send a voice note or I'll call the person up real quick because I just find it so much easier than just going back and forth through text and there's also in my like head sometimes messages can get like misunderstood or um, misinterpreted so I don't want to have like that 
low form of communication. And and also what's kind of interesting about that as well, like just, um, you know, this is a very new way of dating from any prior decade. I mean, any prior decade, like you had to talk on your parents' phone that had a cord on it in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. my mom grew up, like, there was no texting and dating, instant messaging, even emailing, you know, because then you have the right. aim phase, you have the black, the Blackberry messaging, you have like instant messaging. And then now you have straight up texting all the time. And it's like, it's not necessarily a normal thing to be talking to the person you're in a relationship with all day, every day. It, it was never like that years and yeah. years prior. I mean, there's a lot of resources and accessibility to be able to talk some, to someone at this point. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and the thing is, is there's just because I have a phone doesn't mean that like, I should be talking to people all day, every day, no matter who that is, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so I feel like the expectation of like, they have to text me also, it's like, you know, people got by with it for years and years and had sex successful relationships. (laughs) So uh, successful relationships. (laughs) So, but you know, it is what it is. We have phones, texting's a thing and, yeah, you should you should check on it in on the person you're talking to once every day or so. Just through my life. Um, I just got an alert, but you can still see me and hear me, right? Yes. I think the boys are trying to get into the Zoom. Anyways. Oh God, <laughs> we don't need Dean in here. No, 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 no. This is girl talk. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I feel like you know, you've heard of the five love languages, right? Yeah. So I, for some reason, I attribute, like, that clinginess and neediness to, like, words of affirmation mm-hmm. because you constantly need to be reassured, which I can admit in the past, I feel like because of my past relationship, I was like that. But, I, you know, you learn and you grow and you just need to understand that it's it's not realistic. yeah. And I'm not on my phone all the time. (laughs) I'm not on my phone all the time. There's times where I literally put my phone far away from me and Mm -hmm. just don't want to look at it. I work in front of a computer screen all day. I talk to insurance companies all day. The last thing I want to do is like, I need a moment to myself. I need hours to myself. (laughs) I feel you. I feel you on that. Are there uh, any other red flags? That oh, girl. I got a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yeah. That's why I was like, shout out to everybody on my IG for responding. <laughs> okay, so the next one is someone abusive, whether it's physic- uh, physically, mentally, or verbally to their partner or, them- like, or themselves. Yeah. One. Obviously, 100% a red flag. I also think, like, I don't know, for me, I always like to look at, like, why did you and your last ex break up? Because like, were you mentally abusing her? I need to know because I'm not going to date you if you were, you know? Mm -hmm. So even like if they were abusive in their past relationships, like I I get it, maybe like new start, new me. But to me, like, that's like, I don't respect you for even doing that in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, there's, um, (laughs) I was talking to a friend about this. It's like people 
not people a lot of men say you know well my ex she was crazy and i'm like okay but what drove her to be crazy like there's a reason yeah like what did you do to make her crazy brian hit the bong and he's trying not to cough (laughs) (laughs) he's He's <laughs> because he doesn't want the podcast to hear. Anyways, um, not no Dean. Yeah, no, I, like I ripping I, in the middle of it. He, you know, he just got off work. I feel him. You know, seriously. <laughs> After work smoke. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. Like that's another thing too. It's like you know. Sometimes, like, it's easy to point the finger and call someone crazy or, like, controlling or clingy and all these things. But also, you have to recognize, like, who is calling them that? How are they treating them? Because, like, my ex will tell everyone that I'm crazy and clingy and needy and all these things. And I'm like... Yeah. But there was... Yeah, because, like, you refuse to, like, do anything as a boyfriend. Like... The basic. The minimum. Take down on a date one time a month is so needy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like God forbid. But to hang out sometimes even, like, it was such a big deal. And I'm like, but it's funny because in the beginning in my previous relationship, I wasn't like that. Like, I was very, I came into the relationship, like, very independent. Like, I, not that I didn't need a man, like, I didn't have, like, that mentality, but I could survive, like, without hanging out every single day. Um. Another red flag, which it's going to tie into this story, is when you're hanging out with them, but you have plans to meet up your girlfriends at like a certain time and they make such a big deal out of it. There was I got into like a screaming match argument because of that. I'm like, you knew this before I came over your house that at six o'clock it was a girl's night. And now that I'm leaving, you're going to start this argument with me like now. I'm not about to say. I don't have the energy yeah, to sit here and argue with you. Mature. That's a maturity, you know. I mean, we're we're adults at this point. We have our own lives, our own friends. We are entitled to see those people whenever we want. Like, you know, and and again, being in a healthy relationship now, like I don't I mean, I tell Ryan, I'm going here, I'm going there. There's no debate, there's no interrogation. It's like, okay, yeah, drive safe. Yeah. Not even like a thing, you know what I mean? Like text me when you get there. Yeah. So I know you're safe and let me know when you're coming home. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. Just, it could all be so simple. It literally could all just be so simple. Um, We already spoke about clinginess. So stubbornness and not open to criticism or guidance. (laughs) Don't look at me like that. You're like, I'm stubborn. (laughs) Um, Damn. So... (laughs) Um, all right guys i'm a taurus so i'm gonna start with that (laughs) take away from that what you want but (laughs) i am stubborn i'm a stubborn person um i've gotten older and i've healed so i'm not necessarily unhealed toxic taurus which is Mm. great i have more of better qualities and my stubbornness has shifted to kind of just being stubborn in my morals. You know what I'm saying? So like for the most part, like if there's an argument, I'm not necessarily stubborn too much unless like something is 
questioning a moral or like a Mm -hmm. regular standard, I'm not budging. Right. No questions asked. Um, I think a lot of people are stubborn um, just in general because we are who we are and naturally we don't want to just change. And you shouldn't want to change your partner either. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say, I'll, I'll be honest, I wouldn't say that's a red flag. I would say that that is something that might be a challenge and you need to naturally work here in a relationship, but I, that wouldn't be a reason I, I don't date somebody. My boyfriend now is hard, hard <laughs> to criticism to, and he's, he's near perfect and he's very challenging when it comes <laughs> to being like, Hey, you could do this better. You know, that's yeah. No, no. You know, but, you shouldn't want to change the person that you're with. Like that's when you said that I was like, yes, because it's one thing to be stubborn about like certain aspects in life. Um, but mm-hmm. it's one thing to call someone stubborn and then then just say, oh, you have to change your ways. Well, because then aren't in turn, aren't you Why being you stubborn with- about how I'm going to act? Because yeah. that's the thing. Everyone is stubborn. And mm-hmm. even when even when someone thinks I'm being stubborn, like you're being stubborn for like fixating on me being a certain way and vice versa. I'm being stubborn for wanting you to behave a certain way. Let's say I'm, let's say I'm mad and I'm being stubborn about what I'm mad about. And I'm basically saying like, you did this, I'm mad about it and I'm not getting past it until you can fucking understand where I'm coming from. It doesn't happen again. You know what I'm saying? I'm stubborn for wanting that for them and they're stubborn for not giving it to me. You know, and then also vice versa, you know, I I can be on the opposite end of that, you know, so really, if one person is being stubborn, that energy and mood is coming up because the other person is also being stubborn about something to some extent. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. You have to find a common ground, like a a common ground. I can't talk today. A common ground. Like I said, it can't really be like a red flag because I do think everyone is stubborn in their own sense. Some obviously are worse than others. Like someone who's a toxic, stubborn person, obviously Mm -hmm. that's a red flag, you know. Like my way or the highway type of thing. Yeah. Oh, people like that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Time, of course. You know, they think they're always right. No. The issue is, is I'm always in the gray area. So half these red flags. I feel like we should go a little bit more in depth about open to criticism or guidance, because I feel like there is constructive criticism, which can be a green flag. Um, and also like guidance as far as like pushing or wanting to elevate your partner to be the best that they can be at whatever it is that they're going after but when you're not open to that and you kind of just like dismiss everything that the person is saying and continue to have this pattern or um no change in behavior that's when it's a red flag yeah I would agree I would agree 100 percent on that one next <laughs> girl I already showed you there's a lot um there weren't that many green flags though and I was like damn y'all toxic <laughs> <laughs> but I was like I got a good amount but like damn um all right this is like one of my pet peeves uh when they take their phone with them everywhere 24 7 it's like what are you so scared of I'll be honest, I take my phone with me everywhere 24-7. 
But I'm pretty sure you're the I mean, person to. I put my phone even when I go to the shower. Oh, yeah, me too. I listen to music. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I really don't even leave my phone unattended because most of the time, like, I don't know, it, it's just on my persons. I feel like it's habit. But I feel like there's a difference between someone just like having their phone on them and them being sketchy. Like if you are near them and they turn their phone, like that's sketchy. Yes. And I've said this before. So in the beginning of my relationship, when everything was like beautiful, date like flowers and daisies and all the bullshit before true colors started to come out, um, I was able to pick up the phone. Like it would just be laying there. So if my phone was charging or whatever, I would be able to pick it up if I wanted to Google something or like whatever the case may be. It was not an issue within the first and a half year of the relationship. When the when we were hanging out and the phone was upside down red flag when I went to go reach for the phone and it was like jumping like a jumping reaction over their phone that's a red flag girl he like jumped and and I think he saw like a ghost or something when I went to like reach over for the phone I'm like what's wrong like I do this all the time like you can grab my phone I don't care like I have nothing to hide and going back to your um you know your scenario I feel like even if you were to leave your phone out, you would leave it facing up. And if Ryan wanted to like look up something, you wouldn't like. Oh no, he's just gonna phone whatever he wants. Exactly. Like, like oh, let me the uh, can I use your phone to look up something. I'm like here, like you know, this is the passcode. I know his passcode. Like, and that's. No. I feel like you know the way they react to you touching their phone. That's a red that's flag. <laughs> that's a red flag or a green flag. Or but a flag. that is a flag to notice. Yes. The green flag is like if they don't care because oh, they're cool with it. Yeah. Then you, well, you're like I was initially cool with like having his phone out in front of me. Like mm-hmm. it was never like secretive, I feel like ever. Yeah, it's just like some su- you can tell of their sus behavior and my last ex though, oh god forbid. Right? He was stalking girls on Instagram. Thank you. That we went to the gym with. That he told me he wanted to sleep with. Like, okay, yeah. He, what? Oh, hell no. (laughs) Yeah. See, uh, mine worked for an airline, so he had uh, easy access to travel anywhere in the U.S. for free. And, girl, when, all right, so when the behavior every single trip, red flag. (laughs) (laughs) you have me as a travel companion but you out here like going to flights to see these women anyways uh when my intuition was telling me that something was wrong I was like I'm not the type of person I at, like I don't want to go through someone's phone I don't feel like there's a need I feel like I should be able to trust you enough to know that you're not doing anything wrong and that is like you know that's your privacy as well but when my gut tells me something <laughs> it's for a reason and he left his phone unattended with uh one time after the whole like change behavior girl I went through that phone so fast (laughs) and what was he doing he was talking to some girl in Florida calling her babe calling her this saying that he's gonna come visit her and I was just like oh no I've had that happen okay to a friend before and you know, the first thing that person does, it's like, oh, well, why were you going through my phone? Why did you have something to hide? <laughs> right? <laughs> we're really going to guess like the situation right now. Like, 
yeah, okay, I'm not 100% in the right for going on your phone, but you are 100% in the wrong for having something on your phone that I shouldn't have seen. Right. Sorry, doesn't matter. To me, like going through someone's phone is nowhere near as wrong as like being on that phone and doing sketchy shit. Like, no. When it comes to obviously being in a monogamous relationship where, you know, you're in a serious relationship like no you shouldn't be texting somebody those things like and I don't care about sleeping with them you know better and it's like I said I hate that that like I not that I hate that but like I didn't want to do that that's not something that I pride myself in doing but girl I, I had to access phone all the time I had so a feeling and I'm, I was so I'm paranoid about him <laughs> looking at other girls on Instagram, like, bro, like half naked skinny girls on Instagram all over the place. And then that alters like your self-esteem because you're like, shit, well, I don't look like that. So what do you see in me? <laughs> looking at literally probably like five foot seven tall, skinny, blonde girls with fake boobs and fake butts. And you know what? I'm not going to say that those girls aren't attractive. They are beautiful. Yeah. I don't care what you got is real or fake, more power to you. But then I look at myself and I'm 5'2", pretty curvy at the time, like red ass hair. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, am I even your type? Right. <laughs> like, you know, you're not looking up any girls that are like thick per se. They're like yeah. straight with 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 surgery with so much know? and again I have nothing personally against those girls or think anything less of them but like if that's all you're looking at and and yeah. I don't look like that things like that on your phone like I don't know I just that's how I, I don't know call me crazy whatever maybe I'm a red flag for thinking that <laughs> you should be doing that I don't know my um, thing is it's okay right now you know you know ryan's a photographer so on his photo page he follows a lot of models um Mm -hmm. more so people not like famous like millions of followers models but like every day you know people that i know people i don't know you know whatever and you know some of the photos are whatever and like i don't care about that like at all because like I know where his head is. You know what I'm saying? Right. So He's like, looking at it from perspective. Photos is he liking? Who's he following? Because it's like I feel loved mm-hmm. and attractive enough that like I'm not worried about that. So the whole phone thing and like being on their phone and being sketchy with their phone and looking at shit they shouldn't on their phone. Like I don't know. It really it, it depends on how they're making you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, if that made me feel good about myself, I might not have cared that he was looking at those girls. You know, mm-hmm. on his phone. But he got sketchy with the phone because he knew I cared and I cared because it was a vicious circle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah, yeah this girl, this, this specific girl was very much skinny. And at the time, you know me, I'm I'm very curvy in certain areas. But at the time, I was like a little more overweight than I am now. So it was just I was like, wow, <laughs> like you want me to, hurt. Go to, the gym to say that? <laughs> I, I think. People and I, and I won't just say it about men. I'll say it about women too. Like we need to be careful how we talk about people and the way they look because we don't know what somebody thinks of themselves. You know what I'm saying? So, what you, you know, is not even talking about like maybe you have a skinny boyfriend and you're looking at really buff dudes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know how that's gonna make him feel. You know, and if it would make you feel like shit, 
you know, then you probably shouldn't do it to them unless like they don't give a fuck because you make them feel sexy or shit. That's different. Like right. whatever. It's just everything knowing where you stand in your relationship. You're in a positive relationship. It doesn't necessarily matter if they're looking at something on their phone, you know? Yeah. Cause I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I can be a little toxic too, but <laughs> it takes a lot for me to get there. <laughs> Um, all right, so we touched up on this, but getting angry, getting angry when your partner spends uh, time with their friends or family. So we did touch up on that. Uh, Someone said uh, controlling, jealous, insecure, or too needy. But I feel like it depends on the situation. Like I'm insecure, even though people may not think that I am. But like you said, everybody has their own insecurities. What you project on Instagram or whatever is not necessarily how you feel inside. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think. Okay. So it said controlling. Jealous. Jealous. And insecure. 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 Um. Yeah, that that really just sounds like a specific type of person to me. I know them, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know a couple of girls like that for sure. A couple of dudes like that for sure. You know, if it, again, anything that's like toxic when it comes to those traits, like a lot of it's immaturity. I mean, for the most part, I feel like a lot of people I know grew out of that in their mm-hmm. older age. I don't get jealous. Like it's laughable to even assume that I would get jealous of someone at this point because I I give such so, such less of a fuck that I'd be like, <laughs> you really think I'm jealous? Like I you know, know that's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't. I care so little about that mm-hmm. that like jealousy isn't even. I don't know. It's just not like a trait that I even acquired. But like if I, I've dated people before that are like insecure and jealous of other people that I know and I'm like no offense not to be conceited like if I wanted them I could easily you wouldn't be here yeah you wouldn't be here like it's it's as simple as that (laughs) like you're here because I say so literally right (laughs) I condone our relationship I I, you know that's why you're here and if, if you if that's not enough for you like it, it just you know jealous, bad jealous and listen there's there's insecurities and that's okay and some people do get a little jealous because they have issues that's okay like there's there's I feel like I, I guess like I said it's the same thing with being stubborn it's there's certain things you can work with and there's certain things you can't work with mm-hmm. like if you got a girl who's like you can't hang out with your boys you can't go to the bar you can't have a group chat with your boys you can't do that <laughs> that that's done like that's toxic but you know like if she's a little insecure you know like do your part to make her feel more secure reassurance because there are people who just need a little extra and if you give them that extra they're not gonna be controlling they're not gonna be jealous they're not gonna be insecure they're not gonna be all those things you know but there are people who that's who they are it's really bad and you should avoid them at all costs yeah they they still have some (laughs) um and not I think you know going back to love languages and not specifically the five but 
you have to understand that just because you love some type of way, it doesn't necessarily mean that the other person loves that type of way. And you're not, you're just not fluent in their specific love language. And that's yeah. something that with healthy communication can easily be avoided. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. It'll <laughs> <laughs> um, probably come back to me. Um, another one is they don't want to meet your family. Then, but it all depends on the relationship you have with your family as well. Yeah, I mean, my curiosity. First, yeah, my first high school boyfriend, his family couldn't stand me because they were Christians, and anyone who knows me knows I'm far from that. Unfortunately, I'm sorry if that's insulting or offensive to anyone. I'm just not like not who I am, and you know, I didn't want to be around his family. But then in my second relationship, you know, my boyfriend didn't want to be around my family and I didn't like mm-hmm. it. But my I had to understand like my family's a lot to handle, like much love to all of them. But you know, for people who have one aunt and no cousins, really, I mean, to come to my house where you can have maybe five aunts and uncles there and like, 12 cousins and all of your grandparents are alive and you have family friends that are like you're you know next yeah. thing you know you're in my house there's 35 people maybe yeah no I'd understand if you don't want to come you know like imagine I get it. but <laughs> at some point depending on how serious you are it's an, you, know, you, you would you want them to be around your family and yeah I always say I'm like if a man can survive my family he's a keeper because I have my grandparents each had 12 kids. Their kids have kids. So it, yeah, girl, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. And everybody has a different personality. So it's like, if you can survive my family, yeah. like you are the one. <laughs> I think it's important just not to rush people into meeting everyone. Like, yes, you know, if, if we're going to be together as long as we think we're going to be together, you don't need to meet everyone the first month or two we're dating. Like, right. I'm someone who it's like small dosage here, there, meet here, meet here. You don't and, want to introduce every partner to your family no. either because it's like you don't know if it's going to work out. So, exactly. And I know I've known people that are like, oh, I want you to meet so and so. I'm like, Bro, no, no, I want to yet. Like, I don't. A year down the line, maybe. <laughs> I remember the first time meeting my ex's parents, like, first of all, he introduced me as his friend, which that made the situation 30 times more awkward. 30 times more awkward. (laughs) I mean, the first time I met his mom and his dad, I walk in, I'm like, hi, and he goes, oh, this is my friend Marissa, and I'm like. How long were you guys dating for? At that point, it was the summer, and we had started dating in March, so March, April, May probably may i would say even so we made jokes about it after i didn't necessarily get mad but it didn't help my anxiety when that happened right it just caught you off dad (laughs) says to me because i had been hanging out with him for two years before we started dating two and Mm -hmm. a half years almost you know and he would always lie to his parents about where he was. He'd be like, oh, I'm going to so-and-so's house. I'm going to so-and-so's house. It was always his best friend, this dude. His dad looks at me the first time I meet him. He goes, no, I really thought my son was gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, I feel, that's like, <laughs> on the LGBT. Because in the first of all, you're in, 
now like he knows he's been staying at my house too and i'm like oh god like i i just i eh, i need to go you're like definitely definitely not gay (laughs) but you can understand why some people might not want to meet families right away like i wouldn't say it's a red flag It, it only becomes a red flag if it becomes a red flag if that makes any sense like if you're a year in and they're like i don't want to meet your mom i'd be like okay right. yeah well excessive guy okay. you want to be a part you know. of my life my family comes with me i'm sorry yeah. you're like but a whole like, package deal being hesitant or being like i'm not ready like again i think that's just that's normal it's a lot once you meet someone's family and you build a relationship with someone's family it makes it that much harder if it doesn't work out yeah you know? Because you get so, to their family sometimes, too. My yeah. mom still texts me till this day. She's like, I miss you so much and this and that. And I'm like, I love uh, you. But I was like, we can't really have this relationship. And she's like, yeah, I don't no. care that you're his ex. And I'm like, I know. But like, let's say I do get into a new relationship and, I, and I'm still talking to you. There's going to be like a misunderstanding as to why we still have a relationship. But, yeah. you know, I'll talk to her here and there. I'm single, so it doesn't really matter. Hold on. One moment. Again, living with Dominican parents. <laughs> I promise you white parents are no better. Girl, no she better. just started doing the poetry lives. My dad would be knocking on the door and I'd be like, I literally told you every day, seven o'clock, I'm busy. <laughs> I told them, I was like, I have, I told them I have a meeting because they don't understand the means of podcasting. They think, whatever, it's fine. (laughs) They're like, oh, I don't understand why. I'm like, you'll find out like later on, it'll be fine once I hopefully make it in this world. (laughs) But gosh, it just ruined my whole train of thought. Let's Um, let's go to the next red flag. Real quick. I do remember. So I should have taken this as a red flag in the beginning of our relationship because I went to DR with his family three months later of us dating and I met the whole family in DR so I was like my mom literally was like that's not normal (laughs) I was like but I want to go to DR and it's gonna be fun and his parents are going so it's fine and now looking back at it I'm like damn I shouldn't have done that like I shouldn't have met the family three months into a relationship like anyways um (laughs) this one says if he only wants we're gonna have to do like a part two for the green flags because I think it's gonna cut us off at like 9 30 but um if he only wants to see you after midnight girl that's a booty call that's not a red flag (laughs) yeah that's not a red flag that just it isn't what you think it is like (laughs) that's not a flag that they didn't even have intention on dating they're they're not even trying to give you a flag they're just like I'm clearly like, not interested in dating. Do you want to come over? This is where you stand. You are my midnight booty call. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? If you want to do that, you do that. There's there's nothing wrong with it, but I wouldn't say it's a flag. Yeah. It's a flag if you're looking for a relationship. Yes. And then, yeah. it's like, don't tolerate it. Like, if that's not what you're looking for and that's the only thing that they do, like, text you at midnight or at, like, after hours, then you can just be like, you know, I I know my self-worth. Um, I'm not going to deal with this bullshit. Like, this is not what I'm looking for. Yeah. And see your way out of my life. Like, go yeah, find somebody that, else. Just, like, clear as day. Like, you guys just aren't on the same page or you are on the same page, but mm-hmm. 
setting their intentions. They're only texting after midnight. They didn't have an intention on being wifey. So, right. (laughs) And you have to, like, I feel like you have to set, I always say this, you set your intentions up front so you don't get hurt. Like, if you want to, if you want to be, you know, fuck buddies, then cool. You want an entanglement? If I agree to it, cool. But if that's not what I'm looking for, then bye. <laughs> um, how do you feel about doesn't invite you to important events? What are considered important events? Like holidays? Um, <laughs> I'm thinking like maybe, I wouldn't even say work functions because that's also something they can do on the side but maybe like holidays and stuff I think it's subjective I feel like it depends you know if they're if you guys have been together for a year and a half and you're not like going to a wedding with them as a guest as their plus one like yeah that's that would be like something that be like why not right you know like yeah I feel like it, it could be a red flag it could definitely be a red flag if um for certain scenarios if the the scenario was correct that's a red flag Mm -hmm. but y'all just started dating don't expect them to invite you over for christmas like i don't i wouldn't want to do that (laughs) yeah because you know why because my uncle's never gonna let me live it down for years later you know what i'm saying you bring one boyfriend to one holiday at one point girl bring up that remember that thanksgiving that so-and-so was here and i'm like oh god (laughs) i don't i I I don't do it to yourself I completely forgot about so and so. Why are you bringing him up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have another boyfriend. Like, remember that time? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. No. I blocked that time out. <laughs> I suppressed it so far in my memory. It never happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, going. Oh, ooh, this is a good one. Failure to take responsibility for actions. Accountability is everything, and that's. Yep. That is something I am stubborn on as a moral. Accountability is everything. So that would be a red flag for me personally. But do you, once you realize, you know, that you should take accountability for your actions or for what you said um, or whatever the reasoning behind they're, they're asking of your accountability, is that something that you would take into consideration after the fact, right? Or are you just that stubborn? <laughs> Oh, no, no. After the fact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Accountability. Yeah, Yeah. no. If you you fuck up, that's fine. Like, obviously, people make mistakes. But yeah, if you don't hold yourself accountable for your mistakes, your actions, your standards, like, I I just don't have patience for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really think you're that perfect? Yeah, nobody know. And and everyone struggles with it. There's times I've, I've had a hard time taking accountability for myself. But um. It's the willingness to eventually take accountability. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if, if there's people who really don't think they do anything wrong and continually think they don't do anything wrong and it's like, those people, right? I'm, I don't need that energy around me. Like, you're in your own, <laughs> at that point, you're in your own world. I don't even exist to you. You do nothing <laughs> wrong. You're perfect. We can you agree. Know, I agree. That, you know, <laughs> blame everything but themselves. And I'm like, guess what? You're blaming everything that didn't cause this situation because only you did it. So. Yep. And I, I, I am not adding fire to your fire. Like, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I don't have. No, not happening. Uh, we spoke about uh, ghosting after disagreement. So we did speak about the ghosting culture. Um, 
it's just so shitty like just be upfront be bold say what you gotta say and then carry on (laughs) agreed Agreed. I think just the I we kind of touched on this too like just having the phone and the accessibility that we have like there's no easy to tell if you're ghosting someone and it's like it's common culture it's easy to do because you can have a virtual relationship with someone and not not even meet them and be considered talking you know like oh Mm -hmm. we've hung out twice and we're talking because you're texting and he's liking your photos on instagram and you're favoriting his tweets and you're snapchatting and then it just stops because you can do that because you can do whatever you want if i want (laughs) to stop answering your texts or stop liking your photos or stop answering your Snapchats. Like that's ghosting you. And I, I can do it cause it's easy. It's easy to do. I yeah. can just stop. Have I done it? Yes. But um, <laughs> I've actually done it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like I said, but I feel like it is like a red flag. Like, and I've, I have red flags. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure I've given plenty of men red flags in their lives and they've been we like, are not perfect. Oh, that's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I like okay so going just a little bit back to what you said um I didn't deem myself to be perfect in my last relationship but I did I say like I did everything by the book like as far as I remained loyal like dude if I wanted to cheat I could have easily cheated there were so many guys in my dms um and but you know just thinking like oh I did everything by the books and this still happened to me But after, you know, taking, I take years to like self-reflect and move on from a relationship because I hold myself accountable for what I did in my previous relationship that may have caused, you know, for it not to work out. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's small things, but still, like you said, we're not perfect. No one is. No one is. Oh, you're going to love this one. Rude to servers. <laughs> oh, okay. So we got a career waitress in the house. Um, damn. Yeah, yo. If you, if I see someone doesn't tip well, is rude mm-hmm. to a server, like red flag as a human, not even as a relationship. Like I won't tolerate anyone I'm with ever being rude to a server or mm-hmm. under tip. I literally will judge them so hardcore. If you leave 10% on your check, you can bet your ass we're not friends anymore. <laughs> like, of course, unless like the service is shitty. I'm, I'm talking though. Like if you're just like, oh, my check is $50 and I'm going to leave four, you're an asshole. Yeah. Like, if but you shake even- your drink at your server, red flag. If you snap at your server, red oh flag. My God. You, if, if you don't, make eye contact when you speak to your server red flag like yo yeah. people that just pretend i'm not there and they're like coke i'm like hi <laughs> my name is marissa how can i help you <laughs> so, like what definitely a red flag 100 a red flag and like i said that is across the board anybody and everybody red fucking flag i just got so uncomfortable in those situations because it's like they're doing us a service like you should be home cooking if that's the case you know and it's like when, oh, you don't tell me that. i'd be talking about it all day <laughs> all day every day you can't afford to tip me go to Cook mcdonald's bro. make yeah. your own shit at home i don't work for free i don't do no. this for charity i'm not volunteering and guess what i sure shouldn't volunteering for your nasty attitude either like right. and- i have i mean 
I've had, I've had actually, oh, this would be a great example for this conversation. Recently, I, not recently, but over the holidays, I had a table and um, their food had come out. They had asked for a handful of things. Mm. Um, I, I think it was drinks. I want to say it was drinks. I had the tray of drinks behind me and I'm passing them out because I'd laid them on a, the table behind me. And this woman goes, um, I asked for, and she, whatever she asked for. And her husband turned and looked at her and he's like, it's on the tray right there. Can you calm down now? <laughs> because he's like, give the girl a second. She has two arms. Cause literally I can only pass out two drinks at one time. And there's four people. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't say anything cause I'm not getting involved, but you I was like, smile. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Like looking at like, oh my God. But it was like, he wasn't tolerating it. You know what? He was like, he put her in so quick for being rude to me. And even when I walked away, he's like, don't talk to the waitress like that. You know what I'm saying? Just like, so bro, you might think you're better than me because I'm a waitress, but like you're here. Yeah. Wanting me to take care of you. So you need me. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm not your inferior if you need me to have a good time here. I hate when people like put in yourself, go get your own drinks. Like, no, Mm -hmm. exactly. I Um, hate when people bash like, you know, um, the restaurant business or um, I used to do catering. So I was literally wearing the bitch. I couldn't do catering. I hated it. And I quit catering for like four four years and I would work doubles and like literally there from nine o'clock to like two o'clock in the morning um yeah and I like I'm not gonna lie with catering you do get paid like fairly well like on an hourly basis but I relied on my tips a lot because I was a college student um yeah so that's another thing like ever since I like entered the catering world when I go out I know that, like, if I'm being served well, even if I'm served bad, I give, like, when I'm served bad, I, I give, like, a decent tip. As long as they're at it, when I mean bad, I mean, like, they are not, they're just being, like, a slacker. They don't care. They have a nasty attitude. Like, to me, that's bad service. Yeah, I get a nasty attitude. No, they're busy. I understand. You know, if the kitchen fucks up, I understand. You know? Yeah, but that's not, not necessarily your fault either if the kitchen messes Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, when it comes to tips, I'm a very good tipper, and I cannot date somebody who is not, because, no, it's just not happening. It's um, not, it, 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 between, it's it's tipping and it's respect. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, show respect for the person that is working for you, and, you know, be generous when they do a good job. That's it. If, if, you do, if you just choose not to do that, to me, that's a red flag. And if you disrespect that at any point, red flag. Yeah. You want to make it an experience. You're going out to dinner. Like, servers can I experience so much. I work my ass off to make sure people have a good dinner. Like, that is my goal every table. Like, make sure they have, like, a good-ass time. And that I, you know, I reap the benefits of that. You know, like, that's the goal. I had a table the other day, 97.43. That was their check. They left me 100 even. So, I made $2.57 of a $97 check. Just because they, they didn't care. There was nothing wrong with the service. They just, whatever. They really you know, like okay. down here, we, we only make $2 an hour down here as servers. 
I was going to say, we're never going to get, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, girl we can talk about. Because the catering world and the restaurant world is so different. I remember just real quick, somebody that was working at like Applebee's when I was working at the catering business, they were making like $4 an hour. And I was like, how, I was like, how do you survive? She was like, I survive off of tips. So I'm like, but what if they don't tip? Like just everything was going through my mind. Get paid. That's what's fucked up about it. And that's why like people are like, well, you like, I've seen people like, oh, you don't have to tip like. I recommend kind of people my job like, that it's it's a, it's a social norm at this point like mm-hmm. you thinking you don't have to tip just is a toxic personality trait that you think that you're too good for it you're too yep. good for tipping you're too good to go out then go make your own dinner <laughs> um let me see yeah we're definitely gonna have to do a part two for the green flags I'm gonna have to screenshot all of this um ghosting culture we spoke about having an excuse for everything and don't um and they don't comfort you in your times of need red flag i'm yeah these red flag no there's there's no situation in which i would say that's not a red flag there's also um what do you think about trust because i'm the type of person that i give everyone a clean slate no matter how dogged out I've been in previous relationships I trust yeah, you yeah. up until the point that you prove me that you can no longer be trusted trust is something that you know people like to say earned mm-hmm. it is earned to a certain extent of course but at the end of the day if 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 you're in a relationship with somebody whether it be a friendship or a relationship and you want that relationship with them you kind of just have to give them your trust and hope that they do the right thing um mm-hmm unfortunately like I you know no one wants to learn that way that they're not trustworthy but that's really the only way to do it because if you don't give someone your trust then you're wrong for like you're not even giving it an opportunity you know what I'm saying and what do Um, I have to do to work so hard to earn your trust like that just shows me that you have trust issues yeah and and that's it's like people that are like I don't trust you I don't trust you I've been cheated on like Okay, okay, well, I'm sorry. Did I cheat on you? I'm confused. Usher Raymond said it best, but I refuse to, but I refuse to stay paying for his mistakes. Yeah, literally. It's like, what did like, I do to you? Yeah, no. I mean, at the end of the day, like, you should hold that against that person. Like, I understand. Like, you know, maybe you've been cheated on a couple times. You have trust issues, but at the end of the day, like that's that person, you know, maybe you're just not picking the right people. If you've been cheated on that many times, like maybe you're just picking people that are bad people, like yeah. or people that are cheaters. Like you're not, you know, I feel like you can get a pretty good read on someone when you start dating, like what, if they're going to be all sketchy, or vibes. Not, you know? not oh. all the time, not all the time, but you, I feel can, like, you know, you can, some people I'm like, oh, you're, you're going to do whatever you want, (laughs) you know, and, and I know better, you know, and that's, again, I feel like trust is you have to be willing to give it and you have to be willing to earn it. Yes. To a certain extent. I feel like, cause I was talking to someone, um, when I, you know, wanted to dip my, my feet into the dating pool again, after I cleansed my last relationship 
And this is another one, so I'm just going to touch up on it, too. He, in the beginning, it was good. And then the trust conversation came into play. And he was like, I don't trust you. Like, you have to earn my trust. And I'm like, okay. Um, I was like, I didn't do anything to you for you not to trust me. But if that's what you think, and I'm like, and what do I have to do to gain your trust? Like, I'm literally a very transparent person. But it got to the point where this person also became possessive and that's another red flag that was listed so when someone becomes very possessive over you it's like run yeah because I can't have a life if you are if you are this way I had to like immediately like just stop talking to the person I was like this isn't gonna work out for me um yeah no that's that's red flag take it and leave done case closed we're not getting any further with that. <laughs> I don't know how to take it, but at we're not even going to allow you to give me the other red flags at this point. No. And then, you yeah. know, that, like that situation happens and then you tell them up front, like what it is. And like, I'm going to speak. That's you. <laughs> Thank you. I tried so hard not to. <laughs> but then like, let's say a week or later down the line, they're like, I'm sorry. Like I shouldn't have done that. Um, I'll do better. And it's just like, nope, I don't, I, I've been here before. I ain't going to do it again. Um, promises we're moving on. <laughs> like, yes. We're good. Yes. I'm good on that. You know, like <laughs> that's on self not worth it for you <laughs> to even continue with this because it's just so blatantly a bad thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see, there were a lot of people that talked about like bad credit, no ambition. Um, <laughs> I'll go back to that response. Um, and doesn't want a title. Yeah, red flag. If, again, if that's what you're looking for, you know, if they don't want a title, it's probably because they don't want to date you. And that's a red flag. If they don't want to date you, then that is a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Or if you don't, if they don't see themselves like down the line, you know, making you their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Um, When it comes to bad credit, I feel like you shouldn't necessarily judge someone based on that because you don't know what they did. Student credit for a bitch. They might not be paying their $500 student loans and that's why they have bad credit. You know what I'm saying? I don't judge. That's what I'm saying. Student loans are a bitch. Um, And sometimes people pay up to like, if you get a parent plus loan and you hold it off on paying it, you can pay up to like 800 minimum a month for mm-hmm. just that student loan. And then on top of that, you have like your personal loans, which could be like 150 minimum. So for that, I don't judge. Credit scores can always be fixed. Um, you, um, just, you just need to show them the light when it comes to that. I, um, the no ambition, I can't date somebody who doesn't have ambition because they have to do something for themselves. Like, I don't care what it is, you know, just have, have a goal for yourself. Even if it's something that seems small to other people, like you just have to have a goal and you have to want to achieve it or have like some passion towards something. Like I consider myself to be very ambitious, maybe overly ambitious sometimes, (laughs) but that's the Aries in me. (laughs) So I, to me, it's just, it wouldn't work out because then you wouldn't understand as to why I am as ambitious as I am. Yeah. Um, we're almost done. 
my sister, she was like, if he's a Republican. <laughs> oh, yeah. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> sorry, guys. If you voted for I mean, Donald Trump. party is red. <laughs> sorry. I don't mean to be that person. After the <laughs> Trump era, I just, if you're a Republican, like, I understand there's other reasons to be a Republican. Um, as far That's as, okay. like, you're a Republican, money, it's not necessarily a red flag, but. Your reasoning behind it. Chances are over. Yes. Um, if his ex is like a sister to him now. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. We ain't I, doing it. I'm friends with like my first ex, but like cordial. Like we're not like, oh my God, we're best friends for life now. But if like I were in a relationship and someone would be like, you know, I don't feel comfortable you talking to your ex. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I would make that accommodation for you. It's not that big of a deal. Um, we did this already. When they start telling you everything they hate on the first date, negative people got to go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a time and a place for that. Right. I mean, don't spring on me everything you hate the first time I meet you. I mean, what do you like? You know, <laughs> why is what you hate more important than what you like? I, I care about what you like. Like, I, I don't know. You don't want me to. Do- what you hate. <laughs> I understand you don't want me to do what you hate, but like, damn, uh- <laughs> we're we're not even there yet. Yeah, you know, I mean, later down the line, you guys can just you know your birthday. birthday. What's your sign? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you hate? Like, what time were you born? <laughs> Oh man. Um let me see. When somebody jokes about having a crush or liking them or some bullshit. <laughs> Someone read that one again. So uh he said when she, but it can go for like anyone. So when they joke about having a crush or liking someone or some bullshit. Um I need to mute you for two seconds. Just I'm about to do something, but you talk on that first. I'm listening. Okay. Um, so I feel like there's celebrity crushes, um, IG crushes, but I wouldn't necessarily take it offensively if somebody's like, oh, I have a crush on so-and-so who is unobtainable to them. Um, but if it's like somebody that you know or somebody that they have easy access to and they shouldn't be admitting I mean, you know, not that they shouldn't be admitting because you would want them to be honest with you, but it's like, if you have a crush on their person, why are you talking to me? Like, especially if you don't, we don't share the same qualities as said person. Um, and the same person said, when she says um, you're her type, or when she says her type and what she doesn't like, but everything, but she doesn't like everything. <laughs> I don't, first of all, I don't know why you would date somebody who has a specific type. I feel like at this point, types should be. <sighs> I think types are stupid. I'll be totally yeah. honest. I think having a type, and I think people who discuss types who like, um, 
who, who just like act like that. Like, Oh, I have a type. I, I like this height. You need to be this height. You need to be this size. You need to be this build. You need to have these color eyes, this color hair. You need to have this, this quality, that quality. It's like, or you're never going to meet someone that way because like your standards are way too specific and way too high <laughs> that they're a good person. Yeah. And that you're attracted to them. Right. That's it. Good person attracted to them. Everything and- else is subjective. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we can say you're never going to meet someone who's like, Oh, someone who's like this with, you know, like, there's people like I need someone who's close with their family. Like, what if they don't like their family? Who cares? But like, what if they meet all the other qualities that you're looking for? It's like so- we can't. To me, you're limiting yourself and you're closing out the person that could be your person because you think that there's something that they're not. Or you're wanting something that they're not, but they're actually what's good for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there can be things that you don't want in someone, of course. No one wants to date a liar. No one wants to date an asshole. No one wants to date a crazy bitch. Like, obviously, yeah, no problem. But when you start to go like, you know, and I've, I've seen conversations on, you know, we have like Los is live, you know, people yeah. will talk about that. Like, I'm uh, guilty of that. <laughs> no, like I said, it's, it's one thing to have like, okay, there's a, a typical type of person that I'm generally interested in, sure. Mm-hmm. But to purposely not date somebody because that isn't your, they're not your type. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, yeah, listen, a lot of the not, time it's like, like a physical I've dated people, I've, I've straight up denied people because I'm like, they're not my type. But they're like, oh, what's your type? I'm like, I don't really have one. You're just not it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, so that's the thing. I don't, I don't know what's my type and what's not my type. I just know it when I see it. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know if, if if you look it's so strange if you look across the board at everyone I've dated they don't look alike mm-hmm. like because like, I literally like I don't have a type my type is to you know what quiet boys I like quiet boys yeah. that's what I know they be quiet as fuck because you're a Taurus <laughs> yep yep they tend to be a little bit more antisocial but I'm a little bit I'm like outgoing and social but in the grand scheme of things, I'm kind of antisocial. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? An, an extroverted introvert. Yeah, that's literally what I am. Like a little bit of both, but you know, if if you fall down a very very slippery slope once you start being like, this is what I want, this is what I don't want. Like, of course, never settle, but yeah, understand that you might be your expectations might be considerably unreasonable. You know, also, like if you're looking for a person like I'm sorry, I wanted to say that I look for personality. But if you're looking for someone and your type is like physical attributes, I'm like, okay, cool. But what's going to happen when you guys are like 80 and old and wrinkly? Like what foundation, like what basis does that person have inside of them that attracts you to them? Because I I go for personality and I I like you said, I I go touch on this this is probably where where this conversation has went is very valuable and i i i'm going to share this information so we've we've talked about our toxic exes red flags this whole time um before i was dating my ex-boyfriend he um had made a comment that he would date me but i wasn't skinny enough his type was skinny and i was like 
Oh. Heard. Okay. Heard. No problem. Heard you. you know, so what did my ass to do? I fucking was like, I'm not going to fucking take that and be a little bitch about it. I invite mm-hmm. him over, give him a great ass night. As he's leaving, 5 a.m., walks out the door, turns around to say goodbye. And I'm like, I just have a question for you. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, um, so, so I'm skinny enough to fuck, but not skinny enough to date or Oof. you don't mind sleeping with fat girls. What to say? He wasn't ready for me to call him out on that. Like in his world, I would never dare bring that up to find out. <laughs> he just goes, I-, I like twigs. I was like, you know, what? when he left, I was like, well, you go have fun with them. Yeah, and no skinny shaming, but like, you what? Go do your thing. <laughs> you go for it. If that's what's important to you, I pray every day that your wife doesn't get fat after she has a child because guess what? Skinny isn't a treat. Thank you. <laughs> right? that, that, is, that was your standard, like, skinny, bro, skinny? Come on. <laughs> Out of everything. Shout out to the skinny girls too. Much love to the tiny girls. I think you're mad cute. Yeah. But like for men. Straight up. (laughs) I think that that is a personality trait. It's not. It's really not. And, you know, people go through things and they're like, there's a reason why people gain weight. You know, they might mentally not be where they want. You know, the kicker was I was never actually fat. Oh. I was never fat. I, at that point, weighed 135, 140 pounds. Oh, no. Goodbye. You want a Skeletor. (laughs) It's not like I even was, like, I mean, honestly, I'm, like, about the same size I was now. Like, I got a little extra weight Mm -hmm. on me, but I got boobs. You know, I have a small butt, but I got hips. You got it in all the right places. Okay. I I have what I have, and I'm nowhere near clinically speaking overweight. So, that was the kicker of all of it was he literally wanted like a girl who was 90 pounds soaking wet. And I was like, Mm-mm. my um, whole life, I've just always been luck. bigger and like curvy. And Same. even when I've I was never like, been quote unquote skinny. Yeah. No, even when I was like, quote unquote skinny, I would go to the doctor's office or, you know, where you see those charts where it's like height and like the weight that you should be. I'm like, I could never get to that weight without looking anorexic. Oh, I don't even go by. They were telling me that I was like, I weighed, I'm five foot two. At the time that I did that, it was at LA Fitness. They did it and they were like, you, your body fat percentage is this, this, that. I'm the like, BMI? Ugh. Okay. Like, but I, I look enough to 35 pounds, bro. Like, not yeah. everyone is meant to be like this percentage. Like, like body fat is something that, society's created a negative relationship with it is normal to have fat on your body it is more than normal to have fat on your body in multiple areas whether it be your arms your stomach your ass your thighs wherever that is normal the way you're built our job is be healthy as good as we can and take care of our bodies whatever they look like as long as you're taking good care of yourself is what they look like you know and because i know heavier girls that are very they're they're healthy people but they're not string beans and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know? Like, and it's like, if, what if standard you, are you going by? Like, just take care of yourself. Like, that's mm-hmm. all you can do. Yeah. Like, what, well, Ashley Graham is unhealthy? Like, no, I'm pretty sure from what that's I've seen fair. on Instagram, she takes very good care of herself. Mm-hmm. 
She's you know just, what I mean? She's curvy. She's a curvy. Yeah. Person. It's not a reflection of her of her state of health. You know what I mean? Like she's clearly in good health. She eats well. She can afford to eat well. Good for her. <laughs> you know what I mean? She'd be in the gym. She's active. You know her. She has a mel- men- mentally healthy mindset mm-hmm. and she's killing it. Like, I, like, let me just tell you, like seeing her on Maxim's cover was just so it meant so much to me because it's like wow I see somebody who actually looks like me and representation I don't know if she'll ever hear this but shout out Rihanna too for that because that girl be doing the most when it comes to body positivity she's like let me put a girl who's like a regular size with stretch marks in this fucking sexy ass lingerie and she's gonna rock it and everyone's gonna buy it and literally like that's amazing everyone buys it and like it just makes you feel like a bad bitch but also i don't know if you saw with the men and i absolutely love her for this because she um she did a whole campaign with like heavier set men wearing like the boxers and i was like yes rihanna Yes, this I is actually, what I if I can drop uh, drop a little name drop in here for people, anyone who's listening, um, if anyone's interested in that topic, Shutter Vision on Instagram, um, he's a photographer, New York based photographer, but he's actually been able to travel and take photos of people. But he's all about body, like body positivity, making curvy women, skinny women all feel beautiful. But he's a big and tall man himself, and he was actually in Teen Vogue for the Latin community um about that and like also like body positivity and his journey's pretty cool it's on there i'm gonna send him yeah send it to me because i'm definitely gonna i'm definitely gonna hit follow um body shaming and the latin community that's like a whole episode on its own yeah (laughs) and then they wonder why we're insecure (laughs) um send that to you for sure let me see an ability to convey thoughts emotions in a respectful way I think that's important. Yeah. I mean, I think that kind of goes back with the whole like empathy and just like I said, like really your only standards at this point should be that they're a good person. Mm -hmm. That you find them attractive. Yeah. My cousin always says that too. Cause I'm like, oh, you know, like he's not, he might not be the cutest person in the world or like what she was like, all right. She's like, but are you attracted to him? And I'm like, yeah. Cause I'm attracted to like, like x y and z qualities and she's like that's all that matters like only you have to be attracted to them you're the one that's gonna go back home like to them she's like fuck what anybody else thinks and that's another thing like don't go for physical beauty like find someone who's beautiful on the inside because that shit can go away real quick (laughs) i'm gonna end off shout out to my girl sam (laughs) she said <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. That bad. She said dating a man is a red flag on its own. <laughs> she would say that. She would say that. And you know what? I'm not gonna take that from her. She's probably not wrong sometimes. I love her for it. <laughs> she sent me a post and she was like, not all men are the same. And not to like bash men at all, but she was like I don't know I tried a couple of them and they're all the same and it's like a video of somebody trying a cleanser <laughs> I feel like um you know all I hope for is that people who have experienced just bad 
relationships, whether it be from a man or a woman, that they just find someone that proves that it doesn't need to be like that, you know? And set your standards, ladies. Put your intentions up front. Don't let any man devalue your self-worth. And on that note, Marissa, I've had you here for a while. (laughs) But I'm definitely, like I said, I'm going to have you back for the green flag conversation because I do want to change as much as there are red flags. I feel like we need to focus more on the green flags and change the rhetoric. We need to share that positive love poem. Yes. So nasty shit come out of my mouth. (laughs) I can't wait because I remember you posting and you're like I'm so used to writing about like like shitty men and you're like but I have a great man next to me and then you wrote a poem I have to be nice in this poetry I can't say fuck you okay it's not fun anymore but it's a beautiful thing it's so healthy I have nothing to write about (laughs) (laughs) do something make me mad Like, can, you, can you just like tell me I'm an asshole show me so I can go write a poem about it please yes. and it's so bad because um pain is attributed a lot I through poetry so they just make the so, best poems but we don't want to be hurt all the time so it's it's a beautiful thing to write about love you can of what food out of Ryan your cat <laughs> is it keeks he's the weak parent oh is it keeks yeah I keep going I love keeks both your cats are so cute (laughs) but all right guys this has been one hell of an episode we'll be back with the green flags and don't come for us with these red flags Um, i'm waiting for dina on twitter i'll see it i'm ready for you on twitter just at me when you're ready seriously no subtweeting just at me fam (laughs) just at me get my attention right off the bat so i can i can attend the conversation i'm I'm here for it and I'm i'm ready to accept it it's okay not just dean i feel like a lot of men are gonna be like wow like y'all really and it's just gonna be like yes fam i said what i said and i meant it they can deal with it yeah i meant it with my whole chest (laughs) words stay tuned for part two i'm hype yes all right marissa